0: Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thank you.
1: name it's OSCAR my baloney has a second name it's m-a-y-e-r oh, I don't know the rest
0: now i eat my baloney cuz i got left home alone no one's here <laughs> to watch me so i shove baloney down my throat baloney i
1: baloney you know i think it's like so funny like i don't associate oscar meyer with baloney associated with hot dogs, but yeah. the song is about baloney. How funny is that?
0: You know what else I associate with hot dogs? Nia D'Amelio, and that's who you are. I'm Trent Dozier, and this is the tournament podcast. <laughs> and as you might have Great been able segue. to decipher from our opening. That
1: was our best.
0: Opening, our,
1: <laughs> yeah, this was our best opening ever.
0: Yeah, this week's uh, this week's tournament is one that we're excited for, the second annual tourney pod, which... Oscars Best Picture nominee is the best Oscars Best Picture nominee for this year's Oscars ceremony. Of course, the ceremony taking place in 2022, because that's the year we are in now, but it is for the movies that came out. The
1: films of 2021. Exactly. Let's just jump, jump into it, since we really want to talk about this, and uh, we're already off the rails, so let's get back <laughs> on the rails.
0: Yes. <clears throat> there are 10 films nominated this year for best picture at the oscars and nia and i have both seen all 10 except with nia hasn't with one small
1: exception nia i have not, has seen, not one seen, seen one of
0: the movies dune and she refuses to see dune and you know what <laughs> i respect her stance that's fine at
1: this point i refuse to see dune but we can get into it
0: i'm sure we will um now because there are 10 uh, nominees—they don't fit neatly into a tournament, so this ain't
1: last year's Oscars. Yeah,
0: when there was a perfect eight nominees. Uh, however, all ten will be put into the tournament. They have been seated one through ten based off of their average, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. So their audience, the Rotten Tomatoes audience score, averaged out with their Rotten Tomatoes critics score, and uh, whichever one. Um, who, you know, whoever's average was highest, that got the highest seed, and on down. Now, Nia and I also both have personal top tens, which, I don't know, we may or may not talk about or reveal later on the podcast, but, uh, the way that the list shook out is certainly not the way either of our lists have shaken out, and, um... Uh, you'll come to see that Nia and I agree on quite a few of the movies, but I think there are a couple that we definitely, definitely disagree on, uh, which of course we will talk about. Um, uh, before we get into it, we are a part of the Trident Network. Check out the TridentNetwork.com for more information on all things Trident. We love <laughs> the network, baby. Um, Nia, are you ready to get into it?
1: I'm so ready. I'm ready for people to roast my opinions.
0: <laughs> did I send you the seeding? Have you seen the seeds?
1: Uh, you did a long time ago, so I-, I remember what's first, but I don't remember anything.
0: <laughs> a long time ago, I did this like two days ago.
1: <laughs> I know, but that I've, it's been it's been a long time. You guys, album update. I record every day. I'm tired. Okay, mm. go easy on me.
0: Okay, here we go. <clears throat> The number 10 seed with an average Rotten Tomatoes score of 66.5%. Don't Look Up, directed by Adam McKay. The number 9 seed with a Rotten Tomatoes average score of 74%. Nightmare Alley, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Some heavy
1: hitters here, striking out.
0: (laughs) The number 8 seed with a Rotten Tomatoes average of 78%. Licorice Pizza, directed by our guy Paul Thomas Anderson, the number seven seat with a Rotten Tomatoes average score of eighty-six point five. Eighty-six point five is the average, and this is the seven seat, so it's about the business is about to pick up. It is,
1: <laughs>
0: it is the uh, current front runner to win the actual award, The Power of the Dog, directed by Wow.
1: It's that low in the seat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, directed by Jane Campion People
1: <clears throat> hate it, that's
0: why The sixth seed With an average Rotten Tomatoes score of 87% Dune Directed by Denis Villeneuve Villeneuve? I know what they Vi- Denis Villeneuve Duneen uh, The number five seed With a Rotten Tomatoes average score of 89% Drive My Car Directed by Ryusuke Hamaguchi The number four seed with a Rotten Tomatoes average of 89.5%, barely beating out Drive My Car, is Belfast, directed by Kenneth Branagh. The number three seed with a 93 average on Rotten Tomatoes, West Side Story, directed by the one and only Steven Spielberg.
1: It's his year, baby. It's, I don't think it is. Keep going.
0: The top two seeds both had an average Rotten Tomatoes score of 94%. So I did what I always do, and I turned to IMDb. The uh, second seeded had a 7.5, and the uh, movie that ended up being the number one seed had an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. So That's
1: like a, ha- a whole half. Uh, a whole... 0.5 to 0.0 is a pretty significant margin when it comes to audience averages.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, with that being said, the two seed, King Richard, directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green, and leaving the number one seed, Coda, directed by Sean Hader, available on Apple TV Plus right now. Go watch it. Yeah. Um, so those are the seeds. How you feel about the seeds before we get into it? I know you we mentioned Power of the Dog because it's like the it's like the betting favorite to win number one and number two. It was
1: yeah. nominated
0: for the, the most awards of any movie this year, um, yeah. and here it is seated seventh in our tournament, stuck in the play in.
1: I know it's a. Uh, uh, we'll talk about Power of the Dog and how we both felt about it when we get to its uh, its matchup <clears throat> because there there is a lot to say about it. Uh, I am the I am the person I've met who has liked it the most.
0: Yeah, that's In true. my life, that's true. Um, you are
1: most most people in my life straight up hate it. Shout out uh, to pretty
0: it, much my whole family.
1: This this seating is exactly my seating one through three one through three. I have Coda, King Richard, Belfast, but then my number four is Power of the Dog. So after that, it just it goes crazy, and, and I can't tell. I cannot wait to tell you why I love that movie, um, but uh, I, you will have to wait. But I think I think for the most part, the um, <clears throat> the seating is not. That's really the only surprising one, and it's because of the critics versus people uh, feedback on that movie. Everything else lines up with everything I've heard about. You know, don't look up got absolutely ripped by the critics. Licorice Pizza. Uh, I think critics liked it, but it had so many, uh, it had such audience backlash for like, uh, you know, the, everything. Of everything problems. you're saying, <laughs>
0: the things you said about those three movies, all bear out in the Rotten Tomatoes numbers.
1: Yeah, so it, I'm like not surprised that that's the ranking, except for Power of the Dog, because like you said, it's. It's supposed to win, so we'll see. I think the wild card here is definitely West Side Story, and uh, we'll we'll. I'm excited to talk about that because you and I have very different opinions on that movie.
0: I don't think we do. I actually think we're pretty similar. We just have one strong, huge difference. Otherwise, we're pretty equal across the board. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay. Those
1: are my th- those are my thoughts and feelings on the seats.
0: Great, thank you, thank you, Nia Demilio. Uh, Mm -hmm. here we go. The left side of the bracket will be as follows. The number one seed Coda will face the winner of the play-in between the eight-seeded Licorice Pizza and the nine-seeded Nightmare Alley. The, uh, so then the winner of Coda versus the nine-eight seed will take on the winner of the four-seed Belfast versus the five-seed Drive My Car. On the wow. R- on the right side of the bracket.
1: That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame.
0: <clears throat> on the right side of the bracket, the two-seed, King Richard, will face the winner of the play-in matchup between the seven-seed, the aforementioned, The Power of the Dog, and the ten-seeded, Don't Look Up. And then the winner of that collective matchup will take on the winner of the three-seed, West Side Story, versus the six-seeded, Dune. We will start on the left side of the bracket. We'll start with the playing matchup: the eight-seated Licorice Pizza versus the nine-seated Nightmare Alley. Uh, Licorice Pizza, as Nia alluded to, uh, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes a sixty-five, and the critic score was a ninety-one. Nightmare yeah. Alley, Nightmare Alley, pretty similar, a audience score of sixty-eight, slightly better. Um, but a critic score of 80, which I would say is a substantial step down from the 91, which is why right. they ended up seated uh, as they were seated. Um, <clears throat> I know which movie I like better. <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> Alley is my personally ranked 10th out of 10.
1: <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Come on. I
0: mean, I, I, I like Guillermo del Toro a lot. I like Bradley Cooper a lot. I like pretty much everybody in that movie. Um Cape Blanchett, Tony Collette, it's David nobody's Stray-Hair.
1: best movie. Certainly it's not no- nobody, but nobody's best movie.
0: Yeah, it you know it was a it was a movie about grifters, grifting other grifters, and grifters getting grifted by grifters, and there was a lot of grifting. And uh, <laughs> I wish it leaned more into the the noir aspects of the movie. You know, it presented itself as a noir kind of, and then I don't know that it never felt like that fully bore out to me um Mm -hmm. licorice pizza is certainly a movie that i go back and forth on there's stuff that i really liked about it um but a lot of it is just kind of meandering these but i feel like both of these meandered but in a very different way um i'll be i think licorice pizza will advance from the people If you know if i had a vote which i do but i never use it never have never will right um I would pick Licorice Pizza, and I do think that's where the people. I think that's where the people will lean. Seems like more. Just my little ears to the ground. Seems like more people have heard about Licorice Pizza or seen <laughs> Licorice Pizza than they have Nightmare Alley. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. What are What are you thinking?
1: That's so interesting that you say that because I was going to say the opposite. I think that Nightmare Alley is a shoe in, simply because wow. it was on HBO Max and Hulu, and. Unless you went to go see Licorice Pizza in the theater, you didn't see it. Yeah,
0: but you can rent it. I mean, sure, it's not free, but but it's available for rent. I'm
1: just... Licorice Pizza... I mean, we live in LA, and it was hard to see Licorice Pizza. (laughs) Like, there's no reason it should have been that hard to see Licorice Pizza. Um, Well, as It was playing at one theater for so long. And I know that it had that limited release and then a wider release, but... um, I just don't think as many people have seen it. My opinions on the actual films, Licorice Pizza, certainly not my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Certainly not. Um, Certainly not. Barring any of the, uh, I'm not going to talk about any of the criticisms that it's gotten. In we've also talked a lot about
0: Licorice Pizza on multiple previous podcasts, so you guys can go back and listen.
1: Yeah, you can, and you can listen and read a lot what people have to say about about those things, but. Well, I just wanted to say one thing oh, about okay. licorice pizza. <laughs> um, it, it's it's so it's so hard to follow. It was so hard to follow for me time wise. I didn't know how much time passed, and uh, that really bugged me. So uh, that was that. Nightmare Alley. I did enjoy. It was predictable. And which makes sense because it's a remake of a movie from the 1940s. And it it was a book that was even older. So some of those plots are, you know, a little basic to our 21st century sensibilities. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you want a predictable movie, you know, so I'm like, I can't necessarily fault it for that. But I wasn't wowed that I knew what was going to happen. You know, what I've always said about Nightmare Alley transferred me say this a million times is that it's beautiful. And that, that I think, you know, like Guillermo del Toro always chooses really interesting colors and visuals. He's very good. He's very good at that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I really enjoyed looking at it, (laughs) even if the story wasn't, you know, wasn't all that great or anything. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I have it higher than Licorice Pizza on my list. I think Nightmare Alley's eight and Licorice Pizza is nine. So, I don't know. I just think that more people saw Nightmare Alley. This doesn't even matter. Coda's going to win. Yeah. So, I'm going to pick Nightmare Alley, though. Okay,
0: but we're in agreement. We think Coda will take down either of these movies with ease.
1: Gee whiz. I hope so.
0: Coda was phenomenal it's on apple tv plus right now um so you can go watch that if you haven't also like we said nightmare alley i think for sure is still on hbo max i'm not so sure about hulu and like we alluded to licorice pizza is not anywhere to stream for free currently um Mm -hmm. but you can rent it also all 10 of these i think are going back into amc theaters over the next week if you guys want to go out to the movies if you haven't seen some of these um but yeah, Coda. Get out and go. Coda, just a a beautiful, simply beautiful film. Coda, um, its audience score was a ninety three, and its critic score was a ninety five. That is the second highest critic score on the list, behind Drive My Car only, and the second highest uh audience score between or or behind King Richard, which is why uh, King Richard and Coda ended up tied um for percentage wise on the number one seat. Um yeah. But Coda is like man, really incredible. It was really great.
1: It it was one of those movies where like I can sit here and say I laughed, I cried, and have it be real. Yeah. Like I laughed, I cried. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just it was a perfect little movie about um, you know, like very specific adversity, yeah. um, that I don't think that we see a lot. Uh, it weirdly enough, it it made me, um, it made me think of Sound of Metal, which is yes. a, a completely different kind of story about, uh, uh, being hard of hearing or hearing loss, mm-hmm.
0: um, but based in. But the, I was like based in the world of music. I was I also thought about Sound of Metal during this.
1: But I loved it. It was like I don't know. It was so like. It was just like very re- it was it was a very real depiction of a family, yeah. you know? It's just like you you argue about dumb stuff. It was I don't know, it was really good. I it's my favorite. My
0: my personal top 3 movies of the of the 10 are in no particular order, Coda, King Richard and, and Belfast. And all three of those movies I felt did the same thing for, for me, which was um they were heartfelt, but also like uplifting and funny, and like they were like a full a full picture, you know. And yeah, yeah. I think those are my very slice of yeah, life. Yeah, I think those are my top three because I didn't none of the other three really drive my car came the closest, but the other s- six I wouldn't. Yeah, I would not put in league with those four personally.
1: I wonder if PTA would sit if he were here would sit here and say, "Well, Licorice Pizza was my slice of mo- Life movie, and to that I'd say this life is insane if you think that, but I don't know if he would say that. Yeah. But it's very mm, like mm, mundane, mm, you know. Yeah. As well.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, well, we we think Coda will win the upper left hand side of the bracket. Uh, we hope Coda will win. And this. here's a tough matchup although I oh. think I just made my personal thoughts clear. Uh, it's the 4 seated Belfast versus the 5 seated Drive My Car. Belfast had a 92 Rotten Tomatoes audience score and an 87 Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Uh, Drive My Car, as I said, the highest Rotten Tomatoes critic score, a 98, but a mere 80 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, when averaged out, Belfast was a half point higher than drive my car. So I think it is appropriate that they are squared off here.
1: Yeah. Um, This is, this is a very hard matchup. Uh, I, I have to organize my thoughts. Um, I think I'm going to make a big point first and then I'll dive into both movies. Sure. This is, this is, I think, and you can tell me if Mm -hmm. I'm wrong, the shortest movie on the list Versus the longest movie on the list, Belfast is almost a tight ninety, and Drive My Car is three hours long.
0: Drive My Car is definitely the longest.
1: I said this on the Adam Adam Sandler podcast last week, but I cut it out because I was like, I know I'm gonna bring this up, <laughs> so I'll bring it up now, mm-hmm. uh, guys. We gotta get back to the ninety minute yes, movie.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh huh.
1: We we have to. I'm fully with oh you. Oh my god. We have to. Two hours, okay. 2.15, a stretch. Unless you're Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't want to see a two-hour and 30-minute movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Um, oh, my God. Please, for the love of God. That being said, uh, Drive My Car, easily the longest movie on the list. It was three hours long. It was too long. But it was good. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's it, it. There were easily places to cut. You know, the movie's so sad. I think it was. I think it's the saddest movie <laughs> also on the list. It's just like two sad people dealing with like two sad things.
0: Also, I and they're
1: just kind of. I like, can
0: confirm, Belfast is the shortest runtime of the ten.
1: There you go. And I believe Belfast um, and Coda
0: are the only two to clock in under two hours
1: under two hours guys I'll reiterate Hollywood we need to stop and we need to we need to go back to the 90 minute yep. movie um drive my car just very gray uh but it, it I but it was good like I didn't en- I did enjoy it I think it's fifth on my list um Belfast is a hoot and a half and like I think the Academy just hates Kenneth Branagh. I think critics don't like him. And I don't know if that's because uh, they don't like his acting or his directing or they don't like his personal life because everybody loves Emma Thompson. Mm. I don't know why they don't like Kenneth Branagh, but I thought Belfast was great and I can't believe critics were that low on it.
0: I agree. I mean, you know, I loved Belfast. Here to reveal that Belfast is my number one pick, my number one movie. (laughs) Um, I also, like I said, Drive My Car was my number four movie, so. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like uh, Belfast was great. Like I said uh, about Coda and King Richard and Belfast, it was, there were some real moments of levity, but it was also like, you know light and really funny at times and then harsh at times, you know, it's a it's a hard setting. Um, yeah. And I just think it I don't know, it just made me the happiest. And I think it was in and out. You know, I like that. I got to count that for something because you're right. Sitting through a three hour. Uh, I saw um the Batman for the second time uh last weekend with our friend William Woods. And when we walked out of the movie, the Batman also a three hour movie, just like Drive My Car. And we walked out of the movie, and Will said to me, "Thought that was gonna end about four different times."
1: <laughs> I mean, y'all, we need to learn how to edit. Yeah. <laughs> we have. And then too, that was please. like that was the
0: same. Thi- that I felt very similar with Drive My Car. Also, Drive My Car had a lot of fluff at the top of the movie, but um,
1: we didn't get the opening credits until. 45 (sighs) minutes into drive my car. And that is not an exaggeration. What Uh, is going on? But one last thing I would like to say about Belfast movie movie. is
0: all I was going to say about drive my car. Keep going.
1: It is good. Um, I, I think that also like I, a fun fact about me, I studied abroad in Northern Ireland. I studied the troubles in college. Um, that was a big part of my major, uh, uh, was ethno-religious conflict, and I focused on that conflict in particular. I don't think that Americans understand how bad the Northern Irish conflict is or yeah. was. <clears throat> um, and I, it, I think if people understood how severe the troubles were in Northern Ireland, they would like Belfast more. Hmm. That's a hot take.
0: Interesting. I mean... You know me, I'm no history buff, and I love Belfast as my number one movie, so I don't know what I don't know what you need. Um Okay, well all that being said, don't really matter what we think, push come to shove. What do you think the people gonna think, Nia?
1: I think they're gonna pick Belfast. Um and I think they're gonna pick Belfast, honestly, because I think fewer people would want to sit through a three-hour movie with subtitles than, like, and that's a yeah. and that's a yeah. shame, because these both these movies are good, yeah. but I I have to I have to treat the people like they're dogs, like the dogs they are. You gotta and use these, the power. These of people the dog. didn't sit. These people didn't sit through Drive My Car, so they're gonna choose Belfast.
0: I hate to agree because of the cynical reasoning but i too that is that would be the exact reasoning that i uh would think that people will push belfast through uh which brings us to a potential belfast versus coda matchup not potential i mean that's what we think uh so where do you stand on that because that's i i would I th- I think the uh, I think the people would would push Coda through, but now that I'm saying that, you know, it's a it's a movie that's like at least fifty percent sign language. It's a facto. subtitles also. We know how people feel yeah. about subtitles.
1: Right. I think uh, you know, like with the Oscars every year, many people. Uh, I'd say the majority of Americans at least don't even watch any of the movies that are nominated for Oscars because none of the nominees are blockbusters. Mm-hmm. And that's what American audiences are going to see. We've already alluded to this, but Trent and I both think that uh, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, should have been in the best Oscars, uh, uh, the best picture nominee list. Um, so... I have to ask myself, well, okay, knowing that, what do I think more people saw? Yeah. Belfast or Coda? Yeah. And the, answer, the, the, the real answer is nobody saw either of them. But I would guess that because Coda is embedded into a streaming service, more people have seen it than have seen Belfast. So I'm going to choose Coda. I would
0: guess exactly the same. Because as we sit here, I I don't actually know if Belfast is on anything currently um drive my car We had to rent it
1: we had to pay for it we had to pay for belfast
0: oh you're right yeah on on amazon um so there you go drive my car freely available on hbo max right now if anybody wants to watch um but
1: you got a free three hours to read a tv hop over and watch drive my car (laughs)
0: for all the all the reasons you laid out i am also picking coda to win the left side of the bracket
1: Wow, here we are both picking our number one seeds to win the. It's left its side of the. bracket. Belfast
0: is my number one seed.
1: Get oh out yeah, of my face. I'm sorry, like that. might be, might
0: be. I think the people will pick. Coda is what I should say. <laughs> uh, we move to the right side of the bracket. We'll start with the play in the seven seed, the power of the dog versus the ten seeded, Don't look up. The power of the dog has a ninety four Rotten Tomatoes Critics score, but only a seventy nine audience score um and then don't look up is the uh has a 78 audience score so just one behind power of the dog and its audience score is higher than both licorice pizza and nightmare alley but as nia alluded to the critics did not like don't look up its critics score on rotten tomatoes is 55
1: (laughs) yeah people were so divided about don't look up I it just is not a 55. it's not do you what would you like to go first? I mean like I'm just first? I'm
0: not like passionate about it. I had a great time during the movie I thought I thought it was really funny. Um, I understood what was you know trying to be told in the movie uh, and I thought um, uh, I thought Kate Blanchett was phenomenal. she was my favorite part of that movie. Um, and arguably my least favorite part of Nightmare Alley. So, you know, you win some, you no, lose.
1: No, <laughs> no, never. No, she certainly She's wasn't. She's never the worst part of a movie. She
0: certainly was not my least favorite part of Nightmare Alley. There was about 50 things I hated more than that in that. Um,
1: But you, but you know what? Don't look up, like Nightmare Alley, this is nobody's best movie.
0: Yes, correct.
1: And this cast is he- way bigger than the one in Nightmare Alley, and still, this is nobody's best movie, except maybe Mark Rylance. But even then... It's not his best movie.
0: No. It's not It's not the best movie that he has been in, and it's not his best performance. He's an Oscar winner.
1: I know. I'm just saying. However, his really performance is up. phenomenal in the movie. It's better than everybody yeah. else's. Meryl Streep is in this movie. I, yeah, yeah.
0: I honestly thought he should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Or...
1: I, th- I like that take. He is excellent in this. Yeah,
0: movie. let me rephrase that. I don't know if I thought he should have been nominated, but if he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, would not have batted my eyes at that. I would have been like, that feels correct to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so this is a very tough one because these are both movies where nobody, nobody we've talked to for either of these movies, The Power of the Dog or Don't Look Up, has been like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Every single person yeah. has either been that was great or that was trash.
1: Yeah. Tough season for Netflix. Because <laughs> these are both Netflix movies. Yeah, um, actually
0: these are the only two Netflix movies nominated. And they're here up against each other in the frickin' playing round of this tourney.
1: And everybody I've talked to hates both. So <laughs> I don't so I don't I don't know how we're gonna choose Um, like I said, don't look up nobody's best movie. Certainly not Adam McKay's best movie. His best movie is obviously Anchorman. Um, obviously, but his best like serious movie, quote unquote, I, I've never seen the big short, but I loved vice, but critics didn't Mm -hmm. like vice either. Um, but I thought vice was fantastic. He's just like, I don't know. I love Leo, you know, like Trent said, I had a great time. I, I love Ariana Grande. I thought she was great. Uh, Would I watch it again? Probably not. It's too long. Yeah, every movie. Now, should I launch into my power of the dog pitch? Because I'm the only person I know who enjoyed the film.
0: Please. I I certainly don't have a power of the dog pitch.
1: (laughs) I am being honest when I Finally,
0: some honesty on this podcast. (laughs) You've been lying to the people for nearly a full year. (laughs)
1: that I was on the edge of my seat for the entirety of Power of the Dog. And I think that Trent would attest to that because I was texting him the whole Mm -hmm. time. He had already seen it. And I was like, what's Benedict Cumberbatch's deal? Why is he like this? Oh my God, The Sun. Wait, who's this? What's happening? I was literally, it was like, it felt like a thriller to me. And it made me so excited. I love, worship, and adore Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. honestly thought that the worst part of this movie was Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought his performance was... Uh, left something to be desired, I'll say. But I I really did not see <laughs> the, the plot... I didn't see the twist coming. And I even... I literally, I'm not going to ruin how it ends, but like there is a doctor involved and it wasn't until the doctor revealed the information that he knew that I really fully understood what happened. And I think that's the whole point. And I, a lot of people, my dad included, even though he didn't finish the movie, said that he could see the ending coming from a mile away. And I just didn't. Maybe I'm just stupid and that's why I enjoyed it. But like, it was such a thriller to me. I loved it. I, I need to say that the biggest criticism I've heard was that it's boring, and I just don't. I don't know how anybody could watch that movie and think that it was boring.
0: Well, uh, I'm pretty sure every member of my family, save for maybe Quinn, uh, has watched this movie, and everybody thought it was boring. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because we don't, all have I don't the get same it. brain. It- I, I certainly liked it more than everybody else in my family, but. I didn't get these feelings that you were feeling the whole movie until the final 10 minutes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just ended and I was like, oh, dang, I wish that was better. But uh, but I, I don't think it was bad. Uh, everybody in my family outright I- thinks it was bad, which is fair and I can absolutely see how you can get there. But, you know, it's like it was beautifully shot. All the performances were great. Um, Cody Smith-McPhee was really great, I thought. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, all right. What's your pick? Or not your pick. What's your, what do you think the people are going to do here?
1: Don't look up. Really? Yeah.
0: I thought for sure you were going to say Power of the Dog. Because.
1: I think, I think it's a lot easier for people to relate to movies about their own time yeah. than, uh, period well, pieces.
0: I assume we're going to post this in the Oscars subreddit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'll take Power of the Dog. The people will take Power of the Dog.
1: Do it, do it. I'll stick with Don't Look wow, Up. Wow,
0: great. So the only the only spots you and I have differed so far um, is in the uh, in the play in matchups. Uh, now uh, Don't Look Up or Power of the Dog will face the number two seed King Richard. King Richard a ninety. On Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, and it is the highest rated audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, a 98%. Uh, I do think King Richard will move on past either of these movies, no problem. Um, you know, like I said, it's similar to Coda and Belfast for me. It, ha- it hit all the right boxes where it was heartwarming and emotional and moving, but also funny and light and just a great all-around movie. Another group of stacked performances in this film. Um, what do you think?
1: Uh, Will Smith should get the Oscar. Yeah. This is the best performance uh, on on the list of any uh, of all these movies yeah. on the list. Will Smith's performance as Richard Williams is the best performance. I would agree. I would agree. Um, completely transformational role for him i mean he's a great actor so like i'm not surprised he's so effortless um and i think he's so like like when i think about somebody like daniel day lewis who people consider to be like the greatest actor of his Mm -hmm. time he's like broody he's like an artist you know like i think of him like that will smith is like he's the fresh prince of bel-air you know like he's like fun and very much in the pop culture, like he does music. He's like always happy, like whatever. He's like hey, and so I'm always like wow, he's so. I'm just always so taken by his dramatic performances because I'm like this guy's just so good. Yeah,
0: that's why. That's why Will Smith is the best because Daniel Day Lewis is out here playing guys like freaking Abraham Lincoln and Daniel Plainview yeah. and the Last Mohican, but. If you put Daniel Day-Lewis in the middle of 2016's Suicide Squad, that movie is even worse than it was. You know what everybody said when they left the theater after 2016's Suicide Squad? Boy, that movie sucked, but Will Smith is phenomenal in everything. He's incredible (laughs) in everything. He's
1: so good in everything. I know.
0: Except for maybe maybe After Earth with his son Jaden Smith or whatever. Uh, Maybe that movie wasn't called (laughs) After Earth.
1: He's been in a couple movies with James. Well, that
0: the big um, one sucked. <laughs> um,
1: I, I I think that you know Will's so good, and this movie was a the movie overall a classic biopic, and I love a biopic. Uh, and I grew up watching Venus and Serena play yeah. tennis, so yeah, it was an easy like. Yeah, for yep. me. everybody
0: was great. Um, so are you taking King Richard over whatever moves in from the plan? great me too uh and that brings us to possibly our most interesting matchup of the whole tournament the three seed west side story versus the six seed dune west side story with a 92 rotten tomatoes audience score and a 94 rotten tomato critics score so uh beloved on both sides of the aisle if you will uh, Dune had a. N- it's <laughs> Dune had a 90 from the audience and an 84 from critics. So also, pr- you know, pretty universally. Like I said, from seven up, seed seven up, everybody's average was 86 and a half or higher. So, you know, you gotta you gotta pull well with the critics and the audience for that to be the case. And uh, y- you know, it's the Oscars, baby. So of course, a majority of these movies are are, are performing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh where would you like to start? West Side Story or Dune? Cuz I uh, honestly, we're going to have to talk through this one for me to reach a conclusion on to what I think the people will do.
1: Yeah. Um I guess I'll start by saying I didn't see Dune. That's, right. that's the movie <laughs> I that I already forgot. That's the movie on this list I have not okay, seen. Okay, I'll start on Dune um, then.
0: I'm probably yeah, first
1: and foremost look at what they're doing with Dune. Look at what Dune.
0: they're doing with Dune. Continue. I am not the biggest adv- advocate for Dune. Um, I know that, uh, a lot of people love Dune, thought it was really great. I am, uh, I would say certainly not one of those people. I would not call it great. (laughs) Um, you'd really have to push me for me to call it good, even. Um, visually, visually incredible. incredible. Musically sounded great. Hans Zimmer. It's great. All that's great. The actors are all good. Um, just kind of a bunch of bullshit mumbo jumbo that, uh, I don't know, was like, I don't know, it's fine. It's fine. And it's clearly part one of a movie. And I think maybe I would be more accepting of that if, um, I knew that going in. I mean, that was obviously rumored, but it's like confirmed in the opening title. It's like Dune part one. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. A two and a half hour part one? I mean, geez louise. Um, but there's some really fun... St- uh, Jason Momoa is like the only good part of the movie, I would say. Or J- let me rephrase that. Jason Momoa is the only great part of the movie. That's who I would say was great in that movie. Everybody else is, you know, in the movie and fine and doing stuff. Um, like Nia alluded Everyone to... else
1: is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is definitely in the movie.
0: Like Nia alluded to, <laughs> we both think Spider-Man No Way Home could have at least been in this list of 10. And if I could replace one movie, it would be Nightmare Alley. But if I could replace a second movie with Spider-Man, <laughs> it's got to be <laughs> Dune. I mean, they essentially serve the same purpose. You know, they're in that kind of, that kind of right. space. like Big blockbuster yeah, films. Exactly. Big budget popcorn. Uh, action, yeah, Fantasy, heroes, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, but some people would freaking die on a Dune for Dune. And that's not the Dune I want to die on, quite frankly. Um, now, conversely, Nia knows I have some thoughts about West Side Story. I believe it was Nightmare Alley you talked about when you said Everything about the movie you liked, except for the story, you loved looking at it, and baby, that's how I felt about the old West Side Story. I thought it was beautifully yeah. shot, beautifully directed, I really thought a lot of the performances were great. I am certainly one of those people who agrees with uh, Ariana DeBose being the front runner for um, Supporting Actress. I thought she was great. Mm -hmm. In fact, I thought the whole supporting cast was phenomenal. Um, I really thought Mike Rafe should have gotten a supporting actor. Um, And even uh, Rachel Ziegler and Ansel Elgort, who were the two leads and are currently in a bit of hot water, I would say. um, I thought...
1: They are or just him? I think
0: they are both because Rachel Ziegler tweeted a bunch of stuff in support of Ansel Elgort.
1: People, what do you want her to say? She's, like, 18, and this is her first movie. (laughs) Leave her be. She's not involved.
0: Um, With that said, boy, boy, oh, boy, anybody remember the story of Romeo and Juliet? Because it turns out that's the dumbest effing story that's ever been told, and halfway through the movie, Mia can attest to this, halfway through the movie, I just got pissed off. I just got really pissed, and I just, like, I hate the movie so much. Not the movie. I hate the story so much. It just, like... It's, it takes place over 24, maybe 48 hours, and these kids are freaking killing each other for each other, and they don't even know each... It's just, like, the most frustrating movie of all time, and I understand, you know, it's Shakespeare, blah, 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 he boo bee boo whatever. I just, like, I can get behind literally everything about the movie except, arguably, the movie itself. <laughs> Nia, what do you think about West Side Story?
1: Um I really enjoyed West Side Story. We saw it early in our uh quest to watch the Oscar best picture. I think we might we watched it before the list yeah, came it out. It was
0: definitely one of the um, first probably three or four that we saw.
1: And I was like, This is my favorite movie yes. so far. Um <clears throat> It is beautiful. It is, it really is. And it's such a it's such a good return to the classic movie musical Mm -hmm. um now trent was a big fan of tick tick boom i wasn't correct that's correct uh, but i feel but i feel like the tick tick boom uh style is what we've been getting from movie musicals and i just am kind of like whatever this had like i mean and this is west side story specific but like this had big dance numbers like on a big Mm -hmm. set and i was like yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just was like such a nice return and it was so beautiful and so well directed um you know the story trent was so angry about it but it's like you just i just suspended my disbelief and that's what you have to do it's of course silly and stupid but You know it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody that that's how he felt because his top three movies like mine were slice of life movies they were about real people and doing real things and so west side story yes the story obviously exaggerated but it's a musical baby so none of it's real you know
0: i would say none of this is real on any of these movies including the freaking biopic (laughs)
1: yeah that's true everything's I think West. I hope West Side Story wins this, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I think it might be Dune. <sighs> I think I have to pick that's Dune. That's a
0: shame, because I also feel like I have to pick Dune.
1: Look at what they're doing with they're Dune. They're putting
0: it through to the semifinals. That's what they're doing. At least that's what we're thinking. Unbelievable. Um, I, just to go through this quickly, because I didn't. King Richard is. It, it's not available on HBO Max right now, is it? I rented it. What are you doing, Warner Brothers? Put it back on HBO Max so people can watch it. Um, Don't Look Up, Power of the Dog, both on Netflix. West Side Story is available on HBO Max and also Disney Plus. And then Dune is currently back on uh, HBO Max as well. Um, Okay, so this gives us a matchup on the right side of the bracket of the two-seed King Richard and the six-seeded Dune.
1: I think Dune's going to win. Oh,
0: I can't. I I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I'm going to hope that the power of Will Smith and the Williams sisters, their combined forces, will push King Richard through to the finals of this tournament. Please, please, come on. Come on, everybody.
1: You can't beat Chalamet, baby. You can't beat Chalamet. Well,
0: Chalamet was also in power of the dog, or of uh, Don't Look Up, He was also in Don't Look Up, and King Richard already beat that movie, so it's going to beat Dune as well. Spank Timmy's little bottom. Moving on. Uh, Okay, so I have a finals matchup of the one-seed Coda versus the two-seed King Richard, and Nia has uh, a finals matchup of the one-seed Coda versus her nightmare, the six-seed Dune. What you got, Nia? What do you think the people?
1: I'm already already in too deep, and I already... Already seeing this bracket, seeing my final matchup being Coda versus Dune, I already know is wrong. So I don't know how it's wrong. I don't know where it will Mm -hmm. go wrong in the actual tournament, but I know it's not going to end up like this. So why not make it a, why not be bad, baby? Dune's going to win our tournament. Dune is going to win our best picture tournament. And I haven't even seen the film.
0: I'm sitting here, mouth agape. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Honestly, Mia?
1: Trent looks like me at the end of Power of the Dog.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you know what what this pick is reminiscent of? It seems like some crazy picks I would make in a tournament.
1: I know. I know. (sighs) Wow. I've got nothing to lose over here. I had a very bad day, (laughs) so...
0: (laughs) also we gain nothing and also lose nothing if our predictions are correct or incorrect so
1: merely bragging and not
0: even that i guess really bragging rights amongst each other um yeah
1: will
0: right i'll ride the king richard train i guess yeah oh yeah 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 i'll lock it in if the if the uh if wow. the com-
1: King Richard winner. If the combined
0: powers of Will Smith and the Williams sisters is enough to beat Dune, then I think it's certainly enough to take down Coda. But I love Coda and wow. I love King Richard. Two of my favorites, two of my top three.
1: I love it. Whew! Baby. Huge year for Warner Huge Brothers. Year. Congrats to
0: <laughs> Warner Brothers.
1: Seriously. I think Warner Brothers is the real winner.
0: We love it. We love corporations. Um, in fact, maybe I'll (laughs) drive down the street and go stand across the street from Warner Brothers and hold up a sign. Congrats. Congrats on all your noms. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay.
1: Should we do a, should we say briefly that, um, we both liked Luca more than Encanto? Continue.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You can briefly throw that in there. Uh, Nia and I both liked Luca more than we liked Encanto. I, I think like substantially
1: more. Like yeah. a lot more. Like, it's not that I don't get the hype around Encanto. I get why other people like it. I don't get why other people weren't this hyped yeah. about Luca. I agree. I don't.
0: Luca was fantastic. Go check out Luca on Disney Plus. Also, we got to watch the new For uh, Turning Red.
1: I know. I'm excited. Mm. Uh,
0: okay. Well, that brings us uh, to the end of our prediction portion. Um, of course we are making predictions for how you, the people, the votership, the listenership, the viewership, the friendship, the fellowship, the attorneys at pod are going to vote in this tournament. Now, in order to do that, you guys all got to vote and I'm going to tell you how you can do so. First off in the, uh, notes of this episode of the podcast, there will be a link to vote. You can click on that. That'll take you there. Um, number two, We post the link to vote every day on all of our social media, so at the Pod on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, The link to vote will be posted there daily. Uh, Or finally, you can visit our webpage, which is located at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod, and there's a Vote Now button that'll take you to the Vote Center. Uh, Voting for this tournament will be as follows. The two play-in matchups will take place, uh, voting for that will take place on Monday, March 21st. The quarterfinal round, voting will take place over two days, Tuesday, March 22nd, and Wednesday, March 23rd. The semifinals get one day, that is Thursday, March 24th, and then the finals will get two more days, uh, Friday, March 25th, and Saturday, March March 26th. All of those polls will be closing on those respective final days of voting uh, at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, The Oscars themselves, the show is um, on Sunday, March 27th. So tune in, check it out, see who wins for real. And then uh, a week from now, the following Monday, March 28th, We will tell you who won the Oscars themselves, but also who won this dirty little tourney, baby.
1: Yeah, baby. And that's more important than the actual Oscars.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not as prestigious, but we're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, Yeah? Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something?
1: I was just going to say, anytime y'all want to talk movies. We're watching movies all the time. Trent is an AMC Stubbs member. That guy's at the theater every day.
0: Listen, you gotta be a Stubbs member. Every day. If if you're someone like me who's located within two miles of three different AMCs, then you gotta be a Stubbs member. Less than two miles. It's stupid not to be. You get to see three movies a week for the price of $20 a month. If you see two movies in the whole month then that makes it worth it it's crazy yeah. it's crazy it's crazy i don't know what to think it's crazy it's good it's worth it and and baby i get to see my favorite nicole kidman on the screen every every before every movie it's incredible
1: we come to this place <laughs> heartbreak feels good in a place heartbreak like does this Heartbreak
0: good in a place like this uh and tourney feels good in a place like this huh you agree with that
1: journey tourney feels good in a place like Journey, baby.
0: <laughs> journey sounds good when we're doing a tourney. We got to do a best Journey song tournament. How about that? Why don't you email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com if you'd be interested in a best Journey song tournament?
1: Yeah, this Dozier family. Why don't you email us? Well, well I
0: know the Dozier family would be interested in that.
1: And honestly,
0: honestly, if we did it with the...
1: The Demilio for the Demilio family we'll run the best Billy Joel yeah, song yeah. bracket. Well,
0: if we did a Dozier's voting only in the best journey tournament, I feel like that would honestly be a little better than the masses because I would my assumption would be the masses would just, in the end, uh don't stop believing would win. But the six of us love Journey, so while we all do I love I think you
1: guys might pick uh- I think you guys would pick When the Lights lights A great song. Go down That's what I mean. That's what I mean.
0: Our love for Journey runs deep. So, who knows? (laughs) Who knows where that would end up. Something to think about. Maybe we'll do a little mini tourney Dozier family exclusive or something. I don't know. Uh, Okay, that's it. Uh, Nia, do you have any final thoughts or are we ready to wrap this bad boy up?
1: I'm ready to go. I'm so excited for the Oscars. They're my Super Bowl. I watch them every year. I'm so invested. Uh, and you know we've got we've got opinions on uh, the big acting categories yep. and uh, screenplay and international feature. Trent, Trent just saw the, the worst person Ugh. in the world, and then Drive My Car is also in that category. Uh, I care deeply about the animated feature, and God, I know Encanto going to win, and it's just
0: it just shouldn't, but it shouldn't.
1: It simply. Should not. I really don't know who's going to win Best Director. I'm eager to see. Great category. Eager to find out.
0: Well, everybody, uh, thanks for joining us on this journey called Tourney. As always, check out the Tridentnetwork.com for more information on all Trident activities and merch and uh, 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 goings-ons. Also, you might have noticed, I forget if this was this week or last week, but the, uh, the Trident Network Megapod. That we recorded a couple weeks ago on the Trident Network birthday dropped in our feed. So maybe you saw that. Yeah. Um, That had the... We... Go ahead.
1: We run a tournament.
0: We do a a tournament um, in the middle of that podcast. Um, That was with all the other podcast hosts uh, from the Trident Network. It was really fun, but it does have the runtime of, say, an Oscar-nominated movie. Mm -hmm. So...
1: It does. Unfortunately, it does. Actually,
0: it was about an hour fifty, I think, was the runtime, which would uh put that around
1: Coda. So would love that. Still on the shorter side, y'all. Think of it this way. Make your movies as long as you'd want to listen to a podcast. That's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. It's not. Tough. (laughs) It's a terrible one. (laughs) Interesting. It's so bad. Well,
0: I love a long podcast, but I also listen on 1.8 speed, so. Who's to say? Who's to say? I already said this, but I'll say it again. Thanks for joining us on this journey called tourney. Remember to watch the Oscars uh, coming up on Sunday. And also remember,
1: may May the the thing with the most votes votes win. win. Thanks for listening to the tournament podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Tourney Pod. You can email us at The Tournament Podcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at The Trident The Hyphen tourney Hyphen Pod. The Tournament Podcast is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit the thetridentnetwork.com you can also support the podcast by donating to the trident network's patreon at patreon.com slash the trident network the tournament podcast is edited by nia Demilio, me the theme music was also composed by nia Demilio. oops me tune in monday to find out what won our best oscars best picture nominee tournament and the oscar goes to